Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. And welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to help you take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow, or just simply have a chat about all the communication stuff. Um, I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I'm joined by Libby and Duncan. Hi. Hello. Hello. And we're talking about ROI and measuring the impact of PR and activities. Um, Really kind of looking at, can you put a price on PR success? Um, Mm -hmm. Quite a big question, one we get asked quite a lot. Um, Over to you guys, Libby, Duncan, a big, broad question. Can you put a price on PR success? Mm, It is a big, a big question, but I say a very important question. I think the short answer is yes. You can certainly, there's certainly ways of, 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 measuring um currency value on pr results but it's it's quite there's quite specific um tactics and outcomes that that would be relevant for um so it wouldn't work across the board for all types of pr results Mm -hmm. um and there is another way that's more general um which is known as um, AVEs, so that's um, an ad value equivalent, <laughs> which is... Don't swear um, on the some... podcast, Libby. Don't swear on the podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so that um, is something, well, I suppose it was probably one of the most original ways to measure mm. um, PR coverage and the success of PR coverage. Um, and it's essentially just the the well, it's, it says it says it on the Timberly, but it's um, you know if you were to get a one page feature in a magazine, you would then look at how much it would cost you to get a one page ad in the magazine, um, and that would be your ad value equivalent. And then you would also look at them perhaps times in that by three to get your PR value, um, mm-hmm. and that's um, just assuming that the reader is more likely to take an action from reading it than they would an ad. That's a very old school way though, isn't yeah. it? But yeah. Nobody, nobody uses anymore. No, exactly. <laughs> that's that's it. So um that's sort of the so, I mean, yeah, people some people still use it. We do still use it because for some for some clients that do prefer to use it, but it is definitely something that we definitely would want to move away from if we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's yeah, there's quite a few reasons which we can go into as to why we wouldn't recommend using that um, as a general mm-hmm. way to measure PR results. Yeah. So yeah, do you want to go into those a bit? I mean, it's as you say, it's quite it's a bit finger in the air anyway, isn't it? Because as you've said, advertising and and editorial isn't isn't the same and doesn't have the same mm-hmm. impact. And it also doesn't yeah. it doesn't show anything in terms of uh 
the messaging that you're getting across or the impact that's having on the people that you're speaking to. Um, it's all around um, not the best way to do it, is it? But as you've said, Libby, mm. because it's e- it's an easy fallback, isn't it, to take mm. for a marketing, you know, somebody internally to take to a board and be like, look, it's the exact equivalent. We've put a monetary value on it. Mm. Um, it's an easy fallback sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's why people I think you know like who who do you still use it like to, to like, like to use it as you say because it puts that sort of numerical value on a piece of coverage um like you might do you know with the sales reports and it ties it up all nicely in a bow but actually as you say yeah, it's not meaningful in any way um as you said editorial content is very different to um ad- adverts you know mm-hmm. obviously the reader knows that you can put <coughs> Um, pretty much whatever you want in an advert but um, um, editorial mm-hmm. is you know you're much it's it's an independent um, piece written about your brand or product and it might be positive and it might be or it might be negative or it could just be neutral so all of those things do have an impact on the mm-hmm. value um, on the coverage um, and as you say it also doesn't measure the impact that it has um, you know you might have um, two pieces of coverage that are both in the times but one people read and they don't take any notice of or it doesn't have any sort of of your key messages um, in it and it's negative and another one you know you might have loads and loads of people tweeting about it um, you know top um, trending on Instagram and um, you might have lots of sales peak around that time but obviously if you're just reporting on ABE then you're not going to have any of that insights mm-hmm. on how um how successful the campaign was yeah yeah and and you know so what what are the alternatives you know for those um that do want to be able to successfully manage PR and again be able to internally report and say this has had a significant impact you know the activity we're doing offline and online has a has a price so what are the what are the alternatives yeah it's again it is if you're looking for yeah that monetary value it is a tricky one because kind of one of the only alternatives in terms of putting a monetary value on it um uh, as opposed to ABE is to use tracked links so mainly for yeah obviously online coverage if the coverage can include a link that then tracks through uh mm-hmm. to your website then then it's easy to kind of track that through to a sale um, but again, when you think that's kind of only one of the routes uh, through where PR, if you look at the kind of traditional sales uh, funnel, PR kind of operates at that top awareness level mm-hmm. with like loads of different touch points um, that then hopefully work their way down to, mm-hmm. through to a sale. Um, and, and it's also that thing of, yeah, sure, you can get those track things, but as as we've discussed before and as we kind of tell clients, um, PR is rarely kind of that direct and instant. So if you if you think about like, say, we secured an interview on on, on the TV on like Sky News with uh, a spokesperson, it's very unlikely someone is like sat at home and watching the interview and being like, oh, amazing, that's exactly what I was looking for. Like, Mm-hmm. I'll go and buy this right away. Mm. Or like if you someone reads it in a newspaper and they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go out and buy this 
products right now. Um, it's more that, you know, while they're shopping or when they hear someone mm-hmm. have a business problem, that it's kind of that word of mouth and awareness mm-hmm. of the brand that then results in kind of the sales thing. So mm-hmm. it is it is really, really hard to track like directly sales to um, PR, which is why we kind of suggest other uh, kind mm-hmm. of measurement yeah. tactics for it. Mm. Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? Because yeah, say even if you have a link on a on a online article, which is like the dream, really, and you've managed to get it in there and it's tracked, it doesn't mean that that person that's reading it then doesn't sort of just not click on it, thinks about it, maybe sees your brand pop up somewhere else in another sort of channel, and then decides to purchase. So it's had a it has had an impact on their purchasing decision, but it's not trackable, even though there's a link mm. on the coverage. So yeah, I think it's about using um, a suite of different metrics. And um, there are loads, <clears throat> loads to choose, through, choose from, which we can go through. But I think it's obviously about picking the right ones for your mm-hmm. campaign, depending on what success looks like for you. So it might be, for example, you would, you, you have, you are working on sort of a digital campaign and you uh trying to secure sort of online um pieces with links that's obviously one thing to look at it shouldn't be ignored but you could also take a look at sort of trends in your website data over time um seeing you know when that coverage is coming out if people are sort of going over to your website during that time and what sales sales are looking like as well Mm -hmm. um and not sorry to interrupt you there let me just um because it's relevant to your point, and I think what you've said there is is really relevant. The sort of tracking something over time, because I think often the pitfall is that people want overnight success and overnight results. Being able to say, "I've done this campaign," you know, "I've put something out," and I've look at sales have shot up by X amount. Now you can expect some nudges here and there, depending on the campaign, can't you? But it's actually. It's a long-term, PR is very much long-term, isn't it? And PR and marketing, mm. it's it's not always instantaneous results. It's that long-term trend and how you're sort of nudging, pushing the needle in the right direction so that you're, you're mm-hmm. building up that brand awareness and loyalty and trust and people coming back to you. But that's not necessarily something that happens overnight, which is why we're always saying, how you measure it means you just keep revisiting what you're doing, keep revisiting the different tactics, different messagings, and you can start, you know, start to see what works and what doesn't work and how you're shifting that. Sorry, Libby, I interrupted you, but I thought it was I thought it was just very relevant. Yeah, that sort of you. doing it um over time and not expecting, you know, within a month or two months being able to see this massive shift and in yeah in whatever behaviors you're you're after continue yeah, sorry no completely <laughs> completely agree um yeah so I think um and the other the other thing is obviously this is just assuming that PR success is um me you know through media coverage but all you know there's not all PR campaigns are equal um you know it might be that you're trying to sort of stay out the media or you're doing a bit of reputation management so really in mm-hmm. that kind of situation having trying you know going back to example for AV AVs it's really not that useful or valuable at all for for you mm-hmm. um but yeah some of the other kinds of things you can look at are um share of voice so you <clears throat> you can look at sort of what your mentions of your brand or product are versus your competitors that's quite a useful insight um you can have a look 
before and after your campaign. Um, again, as you say, giving it some time, um, mm-hmm. not sort of expecting it to be overnight. Um, you can have a look at um, asking, if, you know, if you're, you're wanting perhaps certain registrations for an event um, or you want people to get in touch with you as a call to action and that's sort of included um, within your um whatever channels you're using as part of your campaign you can sort of measure that quite easily as well um we've already mentioned uh website stats um you can also look at ca um seo impact of the actual site that you're um you know that might be sharing your content Mm -hmm. if it's digital pr that you're doing um and a really big one is just generally having a good look at what the results are if it's um the campaign is to generate media coverage whether it's print or online and just having a look and seeing if the you know your key messages have been included that it's a positive piece of coverage um and that it's it's actually um with your you know it's going out to your target audience mm-hmm. um and not just picking something with you know a big reach and saying it's great because if it's not obviously targeted, then it's again, it's no use to you. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a there's a really good to sort of capture all of that. There's a really good framework, isn't there, from um, AMEC, which which sort of breaks all of that down, doesn't it? As you said, it depends what is important. So you have look at your objectives and your tactics, what sort of outcome you want. Um, and then you start logging exactly that, like the out, you know, what the results were, but then also what the outcomes and impact of that were on, you know, how are you changing behaviors? How are you making people feel? Are, you know, are you, yeah. And, and linking that, as you said, back to, back to sort of performance and sales performance, if that's, if that's what you're looking at. Um, And there's also, I think what can be quite difficult to measure as well is the support it does give sales teams. So, you know, if you're, if you've got some really good brand awareness, and a lot of this activity you're doing with PR and marketing, it really helps from the sales point of view to get those prospects to get, you know, if your sales team is selling into retailers and they're able to kind of cite all this PR and marketing activity that's been doing and the people that, you know, the buyers that they're selling into are like, yeah, I remember seeing all of this stuff and actually seeing the traction and how much consumers like mm-hmm. the brand and like, you know, that that sort of really helps in terms of sealing the deal for those sales teams and that's quite difficult to measure isn't it that's like quite a hard thing to measure in terms of um helping sales teams with their prospects and getting customers over the line um mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult but it is something that is is there and, and does make a difference but hard to measure though unless maybe yeah. you sort of you know <laughs> do a little <laughs> survey with them did you like did you like our campaign Um, (laughs) but and we would recommend that evaluation framework though that is a it is a good one we'll see if we can pop a link in um the podcast uh, bio but it's it's very useful in terms of breaking down you know and getting you to think about measurement from the start yes that's it I was just going to say it's a good good tool to use from the start rather than just once you've yeah at the end of your campaign Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we talked about some 
no-nos already. Well, basically, AVEs and and as you've said, Libby, maybe there's sort of quite vanitary metrics, isn't there, where people might just think, well, I just love a certain publication, therefore that's the one I want to be in, which is also, yeah, you just have to not fall down that trap. (laughs) Um, And it has to be, as you said, they'd be very targeted to the audience. Um, I mean, are they, we've sort of whizzed through, but are there any kind of final point? If someone was, someone listening was like, what's the one thing I should be doing? You know, can I, you know, in short, as we said, as you said at the beginning, yes. Can you put a monetary value on PR? Um, I suppose what's the one thing people listening can take away? Yeah, so I think the main thing I would say is that you shouldn't take um, any metric in isolation as it's just not going to be valuable. Um, So it's, as you said, it's just really looking at what you're trying to achieve and then looking at the various different um, metrics available and then and choosing a few that will give you a good overview and insight if if your campaign has been successful. And if it is to make... um, direct sales and you, you're focusing on digital PR um, and you've got a tracked link that you're trying to get included in that, then yeah, uh, you know, having that sort of tracked set sales might be useful, but it definitely shouldn't be like one the one thing that you focus on. You should be mm. looking at other sort of data insights um, and touch points as well to have a, um, a real idea of the impact that you're, you're achieving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to add to that, I'd say, yeah, bear in mind that kind of not all PR coverage, even though it might uh, turn out the same on AVEs or other kind of met- on other monetary metrics you're using, not all PR is kind of the same quality to you. So it's really important to track things like, yeah, does it include your key messages? Um, does it include your images and the links and things like that? So really, can you can kind of see the growth of quality of your uh, PR, mm-hmm. not just kind of overall quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, you might have been getting lots of mentions before, but it was only literally mentions where investing in uh, PR could add value in, uh, yeah, growing it into features and proper kind of deeper dive mm-hmm. looks into, into your company. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, um, I think I think that's probably it. There's a, a, the problem is with this subject is it's so big, I don't think you can cover it all, can you? <laughs> so, no. so, but we do know it is really important. And it's really important to a lot of the clients we work with. And, um, you know, it's quite hard for marketing managers when they're trying to kind of measure and and prove why it's really, really important to have a good PR and marketing strategy and budget and time to put into it. So we do know it's really important. Um please do. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us via the website. Um, so adpr.co.uk. You can email us at hello at adpr.co.uk. Um, and we're more than happy to have more of a chat about measurement, putting a price on PR and marketing um, and how you can do that. Um, please do drop us a line because we know it's we know it's a very complicated subject. Um <laughs> But thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time.